Right, so uh well or do you want to you, you know what? You know what? I always count this in. You can count this one, in. One, three, two, one. Oh, amazing! Absolutely amazing. And that's that. There's a reason why I don't do it. That's that's the problem here. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess no more, no more no countings. No more, Mister Nice you. Counter. Let me tell you that much. God, God. Welcome everyone to I understood that reference. Episode Ooh. nine. Can you believe we're here? We're almost in um, double digits. I even when I was nine years old, I didn't think I'd get to double digits, and that speaks more about. Um, uh, let Let's not go there. How are you doing, Russ? <laughs> Oh, good Lord. I mean, I, I cannot remember what it was like to be nine. Everything was black and white. It was back in, you know, the heyday of the world. Now everything's just gone to shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get our usual uh, our usual pleasantries out of the way. Ha- ha- mm. How are you, Rob? I'm doing very well. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit tired. It's been a, it's been a busy day, but uh, there's some, some recent news has come out. You and I just had to talk about it. So look at us again. Just casually casting our family and friends aside, so we can we can sink back to our our our, our quiet cubby holes, little rooms to record in the darkness and talk about what's happening. How, how are you doing? I mean, I haven't left my room in like forty eight hours. It was a bank holiday <laughs> here, so there's no casting aside and no family and friends for me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any in the first place. Exactly, uh, oh. <laughs> exactly. I'm an anomaly. Where did I come from? Who cares or knows? Um. Yeah, but uh, listen, I I think um. We're gonna we're we're gonna experiment with a bit of a, a brief episode today since we did such a long form review last week just to kind of play around with time formats, see how people like that kind of thing. I really want the reaction to that to be aw, but I just know full well the reaction's gonna be thank about God. time, guys. Yeah, thank, literally, <laughs> literally about time, about the time that we want. Yeah, I mean, um, it's been said. Let's just say <laughs> it's been said. Should we should we dive into our our world renowned, globally recognized segments? All right, let's so let's begin as usual as we do every week. But given, yes. you already know what's coming, don't you? <laughs> so, given the answer to Mark Hamill's favorite fact, <laughs> it's Ross. It's Mark Hamill's favorite fact. Mark Hamill's favorite fact. That laugh you did before that was perfect. It was like he knows he knows where I'm going with this. I oh, it was it was so queued up. I was I was so prepared for it. Wait, so I have to... Oh, yeah, I, I forgot the format there for a sec. I'll I'll kick it off uh, with, with the fact I gave you last week. Um. So here we go. Uh, I said last week, Groot of Guardians of the Galaxy fame, um, he can only say I am Groot because of a disease affecting his species that causes his vocal cords to tighten. Ooh, tighten as in the planet Titan. I was wondering would you pick up on the way I pronounce that. Fair play to you. Oh, you know it. I listen uh, intently, well, clearly. Fair play to you. Yeah, you listen intently. It's just you in a tent. That's why this is all family and friends. I don't Look. know how you're getting the electricity to record this podcast, by the way. I've never... <laughs> Uh, let's see, and my, uh, Mark Hamill's favourite fact was that the shield used in the Avengers Assemble movie for Captain America was the same shield used in the 1990 Captain America movie. Mm. So Rob, was your fact true or false? My fact was in fact true. It's true. Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's why I went deep, deep into the ether of uh, MCU uh, wikis. You know those like you know those fan made but they pull all like they collect all the comic book information and someone commits the time to like put it down on paper which I find extraordinary. I always wonder so, do people on paper on those fan wikis? I don't I believe well, you'll uh, find the internet isn't made on paper, Rob. <laughs> wait. So those 
those letters that I've been sending to the internet at HQ dot Dublin dot IE that they're they're not going anywhere. Oh, I mean, they'll probably are. Let's be honest about this. <laughs> <laughs> Just know where you think they are. I mean, anything oh, on the internet with the word footsie in it is only going one place. So, <laughs> back to my house. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Okay, so mine was yeah. obviously false because I literally just pulled that fact out of nowhere. I mean, th- the funny thing is, I'm like, somewhere, that I mean, that probably could be somewhat true. There's probably like somebody in line going, no, wait a second, that was the original shield and I'm going to be caught out quite but, like a fool. Yeah, well, that's what I, I think we need to be very careful that we don't let people realise they can catch us out quite easily on these Ross Fact, Rob Fact, Mark Hamill Favourite Fact segments. No, I, I'd say, I'd we say we take more risks than usual. <laughs> just risk it all. Yeah. Well, for Mark Hamill, we have to. I mean, look, we're playing, we're, we're playing big stakes now, okay? Right, so we'll have another uh, Ross fact, Mark <laughs> Hamill's favorite fact, at the end of the show, where, again, mm. we give you either a fact or a truth, but one of us gives, says it's one's a true, one of us says one's a false, and you have to guess which is which. So that'll mm. be at the end of the show, but now yes. we got to go yes. on to our running our running game. Mm. You know it. The running it. game. The running man game. <laughs> the running man game. That's it. That's what it's called from now on. The Running Man game. Can now, that, is that be the reference, reference to the dance, or is it a reference to that movie? Who's in that film, The Running Man? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, great Aye. 80s yeah. team tune at the end as well. Yes, yes. You know they're re- you're, they're remaking the 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 the, the six billion dollar the million dollar what's he called the six million is the original the six million the Irish one is like a, a couple of quid man a couple of hundred man <laughs> he's, a, he's like a, he's a, he's the Fiverr man the Fiverr man. <laughs> The Fiverr that, that Man. That sounds actually great. The Fiverr <laughs> the Fiverr Man. Uh, but yeah, it's time for our, our other segment, the Great Reference Game. And uh, Ross, I am imparting onto you the reference this week. Are you prepared for it? I mean, I am not, but that's okay. So Rob's clearly <laughs> well in the lead here. So I got a lot of I got a lot of scraping back to do. By what, like a point and a half? What a lead! What a lead! Yeah, to that's, that, it's still something. Okay, well. Sorry, just taking a little sip of my tea there. Um, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hit you with this. I'm gonna hit you with this, and then we're gonna dive into the news. Do How's it. How's that sound? All right. So here you go, buddy. The reference this week is the following: brilliant, but lazy. Do you need me to repeat? Do you need me to repeat? I think, I think I know what, or at least who this is about. Okay. That's a good start. That's a good start. Maybe you'll work it out. Maybe you'll work it out as the episode Yeah, progresses. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, today I think we're just going to cover a few news items, maybe a few trailers. It's probably not, we're not going to, again, not going to do a huge uh, discussion of much, but we'll, look, we'll just jump on in. Rob, is there anything you want to talk about at the start? I would love to just quickly, because it's such a passion project of your, passion project, passion, uh, passionate um, topic. I don't think you're working on this specifically. I mean, I'm interested project. now to hear what it is. Uh, well, I hope you're not. Uh, the Sonic trailer that was dropped uh, last week in the, during the during the sheer noise of Endgame, they decided this is a good time to release the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. This is a good time and to uh, get this under the radar. Oh God, no, yeah, backfired. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like you um, know when Sonic is trending on Twitter, you know something something big is after going down. Well, I have a couple of things I'd like to quickly say about this. So two quick things, and then I'll let you just fire away. You gotta go fast. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Um, so first of all, it looks absolutely atrocious. The, the 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 footage that we saw from that that trailer, it looks ridiculous. He's weirdly, he's weirdly humanoid Sonic in this. It looks tacky. The jokes are terrible. Um, uh, what's his name? A Cyclops. Um, Scott Marsden. 
Scott Marsden, uh, uh, James Marsden. We both Sorry, got James there. Toge- Mar- Scott together Summers, we got you know? there. Scott Summers, James Marsden. Um, he's a, a, a police officer in this who makes jokes about stealing kids. It's all very weird, tonally. And um, to top it all off, Sonic has human teeth in it. And it just, everything about it looks strange. Uh, but my second point is, is I think they should crap, scrap, crap, they should crap it. Crap they should crap it. Crap the, <laughs> it's in the crapper. I mean, it's yeah. already in the crapper. Let's be honest about this. That's, that's, that's the worry. But I think they should scrap it entirely. And I would like um, Tina, your Tina, to produce the entire thing in, scro- in cross-stitching format. I was wondering where you were going with that. I was like, great <laughs> Tina to produce the whole thing. Did he watch what's going on? Yes, I yeah. agree. She should, every frame should just be a different 2D uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Pain, yeah, yeah, literally pain, painstakingly. You put together. The same way, like, you know, the way it takes four years for, like, a, a stop-motion movie to be made. That's the kind of time I'm happy to let her commit to it uh, yeah, so we get the tw- final well, look, product. 25 years worth of that would be better than the Sonic trailer that we saw. Oh, um, we're talking about a cross-stitch image of the original Sonic. I'll put it up on, on, on Twitter. It's Please do. Pretty cool. It's I very will, cool. actually, because I do think it's really cool. But um, I have a lot to say about this film as well, because I'm a huge, obviously, as we talked on before in our franchise mm. episode. I'm a big Sonic fan. And yes, I mean, I, I watched this trailer and all, all I could just think about was like, did Mr. Popper's Penguins need a sequel? Um, apparently, Mr. Popper's Hedgehogs is essentially what's, what Mr. we've got Mr. Popper's there. Hedgehogs. Like, as in, somebody obviously just played a Sonic game. And I understand the Sonic games are probably very difficult to translate into a movie because, I mean, you run literally from one side of the screen to the other. That's that's the plot. But, like, <laughs> it's as if yeah, somebody watched that and went, how do we make the exact opposite of everything that game is? And that's what they did. Yeah, and, I mean, it's very interesting because I get the impression they're like, all right, Sonic is pretty popular, but how do we make it mass appeal? So they decided to just completely d- detach it from its kind of core retro arcadey aesthetic and just make it look like this CGI crap fest because just yeah just some random generic CGI kids film and like that's you know what that's fine but then don't have I mean in the trailer the the song is Coolio Gangster's Paradise and and somebody somebody my friend said why why what what, does that does does that have anything to do with Sonic at least make it a Michael Jackson song I know that's not cool at the moment but he did the soundtrack for uh, for Sonic 3 so and also then I guess the whole putting a kid in a bag makes more sense oh god damn Rob (laughs) can we say that is that getting cut oh oh I like that I enjoyed that by the way but I'm not (laughs) (laughs) oh we're back in the murk we're back in the murk again back where we belong quite frankly I mean Again, we just stay here, basically. Look, yeah. and I mean, a lot of people are saying, like, Jim Carrey looks kind of not... He doesn't look like Robotnik because he doesn't look anything like him. Jim Carrey is, at the very least, pretty funny in most films. But yeah, even yeah, in yeah. this, it seems like it's forced Jim Carrey as opposed to kind of naturally funny Jim Carrey. I think they really rely on him. To carry it and sell it, I'd say you're right. I, yeah, absolutely. I think there's an element of... I bet you there's a really loose kind of script and they're just doing loads of... Like, I'd say what we got in the trailer mightn't be the final jokes they use. That could be very much... You know the way they use the, the, the trailers sometimes. Either sometimes the trailer will have all the good jokes from the movie or they'll completely cut out bits. They're just purely used for the trailers to kind of generate a bit of buzz. That kind yeah, of stuff. exactly. To get a reading of how people feel about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, I, the director, I mean, pro- to be fair to him, has come out and, and said that like he feels yeah. really passionate about it and stuff. And Ben Schwartz is great for Sonic as the voice actor. 
Sorry, I, it did seem like they were getting a couple of these things right, actually, before we saw anything about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you think about Ben Schwartz being cast, I remember thinking, wow, that's, that's, I could see his voice suiting that to that very well. And then, um, you know, <clears throat> but Jim Carrey involved, you're thinking, this surely has to be fun if he's involved in it as well. But if the director is so passionate about it, why does Sonic look so strange? You, you know, you'd wonder what producing kind of push he's getting from behind the scenes that's been uh, yeah sent that's in what this i direction. was going to say like I'm, I'm assuming that he was kind of like let's make it this and then some guy behind him's like bop, 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 bop. <laughs> but like you were going to say he's come back now and he said we've heard your feedback from the trailer we're, we want to do this right we're going to we're going to we're going to make changes significant changes to the look of this that's all well and good but now you've put um your entire uh, visual effects team under serious pressure to meet a movie release deadline and complete with while also you know completely redesigning the title character who I assume is going to feature the most in this in in every scene. Yeah, like I mean, how like, much money have they already spent on this? Or is there are they the only scenes they have made? And they're like, right, they got six months now to get all this cross stitch together. So, uh, all the, yeah, the the, the visual effects team just give given up. Okay, so apparently they're spending ninety million on this. Uh, quick reshoots like this, well, not really reshoots, but you know, going back on over the, all the visual effects, that's going to be very expensive. So that's definitely going to send the budget over. It's already got negative press from the get go now because of that trailer. Ooh, I'd be worried it, about it. It is such Wait. an uphill battle. And even from the trailer itself, I mean, apart from the fact that it's terrible, there is the odd <laughs> reference. The very start, it has Green Hills on a sign. And of course, Green Hills on the Sonic level. That the yeah. end, Jim Carrey does look like Robotnik and you can see some gigantic mushrooms behind him. And I'm assuming that's Mushroom Hill Zone from Sonic and Knuckles. Are we going to get Knuckles in this? Oh, not a, not a hope. I mean, there'll probably be a scene at the end when Sonic goes back to his home planet or whatever, or his, his universe, and there'll be, you know, like Knuckles and Tails will be there waving, or there'll be like a post credit scene where... Oh, post credit. We need to get the Master Emerald. And everyone's like, whoa! And it's, then someone else will say, welcome to the connected Sonic multi-movie universe. Welcome to it. I'm Knuckles. Fist bump because of the Knuckles. You know, this really kind of ham-fisted, let's just do the... the ha- ham-knuckled. Ah, Jesus Christ on the bike. <laughs> listen, I, I, I'd be very... Okay, somehow this movie already has a 4.4 out of 10 on IMDb. That is hilarious. So I mean, obviously... I can't disagree with it, but... <laughs> right, you've... Uh, the, but a wonderful, wonderful thing that we can now segue to our next topic, because you said mm. the multiverse. So yes. I'm going to bring that, and we're going to talk about Ooh. Spider-Man Far Ooh. From Home. Ooh. That's such a good segue I just did there. Well done. Normally, that certainly isn't our strength. We just hard cut into... That is not our strength. Uh, amongst yeah. the many other strengths we don't have, that is also one. <laughs> Back to the Merc. Back to where we belong. Uh, okay, for off the bat, this trailer has a little bit of footage that starts saying, hey, 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 don't watch this if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame. When have, I, when have you ever seen anything like that before a trailer? But that just got just... to show how big a phenomenon this is, how big a movement this whole Avengers universe is. Well, I think what makes it interesting is that they still like they could have just not released the trailer for a while, but they obviously want to ride the the the, the, the media wave. wave. So they're like, okay, we have to release this. Look at all the press Marvel is getting through Endgame. So let's release a Spider-Man trailer now. To hell, let's just do it, and we'll have Tom, little old Tom Holland, little little old bubbly little old Bill of Mister Mister Stark, Tom Holland, and he'll ah, he's just... he's he's a nice chap. He seems like a nice guy. So when you see him oh, I'm not at saying the start, he's not. Like, I'm just saying he's little and old, apparently. <laughs> Apparently, what I was trying to get across there. Yep, clearly. But did, so I want to hear he your did. take on this trailer because I'm gonna, I have, I, I'm gonna do what we did for Avengers Endgame, and I'm going to call how the movie's going to go right now, and it's going to be correct, Rob. So oh, I want to hear your excited. take on it first. 
I'm very excited. I only watched the trailer once. I'm not gonna lie, I think I'm still riding the high of Endgame, so everything else by comparison, particularly given how lighthearted this is, I'm a bit jarred by the whole experience of this trailer. It felt a little bit clunky, a little bit kinda, you could tell that audio from different scenes has just been sort of hastily chopped on top of other things just to kind of make it seem more coherent or like those lines are associated with certain scenes, particularly when Nick Fury is talking. But the crucial part that I took away from it is that this is very much this was very much filmed post snap with Peter struggling with the death of Tony Stark. So, you know, they've really embraced that in this uh, trailer, but also um, they just quite casually uh, uh, inform us that because of the snap, a multiverse has been created. Like Spider-Man literally says, you're telling me there's a multiverse. And that's been delivered by Mysterio, who's played by the brilliant Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I don't know the character very well to predict kind of how that's going to play out, but obviously he's famously a villain. So, but he's from a different dimension. So I don't know how this is going to, like, what does this mean for the MCU? What what kind of doors does this open? What kind of, what what is this like a floodgate situation that by just simply having or acknowledging a multiverse in a Marvel movie, what does that mean? So I'm going to get your comic book perspective on that for a sec. I think it's still, the comedy seems a bit, I'm unsure about it. Um, I thought, I thought the first Spider-Man Homecoming was very funny, but there's a bit in this where, Nick Fury literally says, bitch, please. And it just, oh, kind of, gr- I was grinding my teeth. I didn't like it. As I'm, I'm unsure about this, given how satisfying Endgame was. Does that make sense? Am I rambling? I probably am. Off you go. No, that, that makes 100% sense. That, and I get exactly the points you were making. So my comic book perspective on this, and this is why it's probably a little bit different than what you're saying, is mm-hmm. that I don't even know if there is going to be a multiverse here. Because Mysterio is obviously known for his uh, parlor tricks and his mysterious games. So yes. it seems like what the character of Mysterio might be doing, which he did in his original comic book appearance when he first fought Spider-Man, is obviously he's pretending to be a villain. Because his whole thing is about special effects and usual yeah. kind of like illusions. And if you notice, all the fights that they're having with creatures in the, in the thing seem like fire, water, sand. They all seem like elemental, but very... They could be almost created. So what I reckon yeah. is he's creating these villains for himself to fight in the absence of people like Iron Man and Captain America. So he now seems like a refugee from their world that's been lost. And he seems like a really cool kind of hero to stand where they could, where they would usually stand. So basically he's creating, he's creating the conflict for himself to overcome. So, Everybody thinks, even in the, the first trailer, uh, Flash goes, that guy's like Iron Man and Sp- Captain America mixed together. He's so cool. And like he looks like yeah. he's the kind of mentor figure to step in where Tony, where Tony Stark is gone. So obviously he's going to be like a perverted version of Tony Stark. Mm. So that's what I reckon is <laughs> going to happen. I, I think it's funny what you're saying about the clunkiness because, yeah, th- th- I don't think it's, it's a great trailer, to be honest. I think it's one third of the trailer is great because it's the whole Mysterio stuff. Jack Gyllenhaal mm. looks like he's just loving it and i think people are going to respond to that because he's clearly even enjoying the press store he seems to be getting on great with tom holland in real life so that's going to lend itself so well to how the two of them um kind of respond to each other on screen it's gonna be great to see i to your point it's just maybe it isn't a great trailer like there's like no more than sonic although i think that's still a bit more damning a bad trailer doesn't mean the movie's gonna be bad i just found it a bit um knuckle-fisted you know, it's a bit, a little bit a, a, just a little bit clunky. Um, and maybe it's because they're fun. trying to communicate, you know, they're trying to communicate so much about, you know, how this ties to Endgame, what this means for, for Peter Parker. You know, there's just a lot happening in two and a half minutes. But, um, I mean, they did such a good job with the first Homecoming, I think, 
yeah, this is probably going to be a, a ton of fun. And I had heard that suggestion of that this is all just an act put on by Mysterio because he is famously a guy for doing that kind of stuff. Like, he isn't a good guy in the comic Oh, no, before. definitely not. So I, I had, you know, the way him acting like a good guy, I'm not buying at all. Um, But I had I had heard whispers, you know, that I guess it, this is probably, these are like accidents and incidents that he himself is creating so that he saves the day. It's like... um. Oh, I know. There's, there's definitely a TV show that has this that that element of. Oh, it's definitely, gonna... it's definitely been a thing before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think but it, yeah. it looks a look, fun that, dynamic, um, though, right? It, it, makes it, it is a fun dynamic, and it, and again, the whole perverted Tony Stark thing could be interesting when Spider Man's looking for a mentor figure. That the problem <laughs> with it and the whole clunkiness is that it definitely the other parts, the kind of Peter Parker lifestyle parts, I don't think look as interesting. They seem very generic. There's nothing there that's really making me like, ooh, this sounds great. But the multiverse part, everybody online is theorizing that this is going to mean that they're bringing in Miles Morales from, obviously, if you've seen Into the Spider-Verse, that's the mm. Spider-Man from another dimension. I yeah. don't think that's going to happen because this, this Spider-Man is already too young. So you can't have another young Spider-Man as well. That defeats the purpose. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, because it worked well with Into the Spider-Verse because Miles Morales was this young, just new Spider-Man kid working with the Spider-Man schlam- kid. Yeah, it's just just spider kid how does that work and um, well i was saying spider-man and then i tacked on kid and realized as i said it, that this was a bit of a whoopsie so uh forgive my uh my parlance there but i think you know it, like it was the dynamic between an out of date out of touch sort of spider-man with his jeans his slack you know his slacks over his spider-man suit versus the the, the fresh face miles Morales. that's why it worked but to your point you can't have two young spider kids in this but how good stupid. and how smart is it that like, in, Into the Spider-Verse has obviously uh, like normalized the version, the idea of a multiverse, like a comic book multiverse, so much so that this Marvel Universe film can just say, yeah, yeah, so there's a multiverse. And people online aren't going like, what the hell is a multiverse? Everyone's just accepted it. Everyone's like, yeah, it's a multiverse now. This is so cool. And that's because Into the Spider-Verse primed that. And it's so clear. I know, I think that was Sony... Marvel Sony pictures or whatever so there might be like I'm not saying it is all the MC Marvel Cinematic Universe or Marvel Studios that did that but it just seems yeah. like a clever bit of uh, happenstance to happen at the same around the same period yeah I mean you have to you have to assume that they've had the the you know this Far From Home movie ready for ages like it would have been filming while Into the Spider-Verse was was being made so I guess there probably was communication about like you know well I, okay for god's sake i guess spider-verse was very on the nose about the multiverse kind of thing oh it, it um, didn't <laughs> it didn't show away yeah but you'd wonder how much it informed this direction for oh, it's far from home i keep thinking it's homecoming too but it's it's far from home but and think about it that. think about that name that's so cool because obviously if mysterio is from another earth he's far from home yeah so that works. But do you think levels. that he's just pretending he's from another planet? I he's do. Actually... I, I I think he's he's pretending to be from another planet, and I don't think he actually is. And, and also, and I the, agree this... that Nick Fury line is awful. <laughs> it's very bad. It's very silly. Why would he say that to a child? Yeah. What? Like, <laughs> are you serious? Are you serious? Are you not serious? <laughs> well, like, what are you? What are you? Normally, he's the kind of level-headed person. I know he's a bit quippy, but you know, he's he's a bit. That's very. I don't know what that is. That's, that's very, I'm into, in a trailer. That's, yeah, it's, it's very, it's drifting into snakes in a plane kind of territory. We don't want that. We you don't, don't you think. do not want that. Like, it is interesting already to see a post-Tony uh, Stark world, I will say that, and it's good to see Happy Hogan kind of still there. 
but uh, that, I did yeah. find that very clunky. And I, I will look. I'm very looking forward to this. I think Mysterio looks great. Yes. I'm glad it's coming out. But I do believe that Into the Spider Verse will be infinitely better because that is such a great film, and it was my film of 2018. So. It is the Spider-Man film to beat. Yeah, particularly if it actually is embracing this multiverse thing. I get is Nick Fury real in this? Maybe it's on an illusion. Is it really Nick Fury? It could be. That's what I'm wondering. Like, does but again, he's a super, he's a stealthy spy. So why would Mysterio? Is it Mysterio? Mysterio. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wonder why would he know? But I'm just speculating. If you say it enough times, it gets difficult. Mysterio. Mysterio. I thought you were going to say if you say it three times, he appears. It's like a Beetlejuice kind of thing. Is it Miss Tyrio? Like, they make him a female character? Like, hey, I, I'm, I'm Miss Tyrio. Hmm. Miss Tyrio Jones or something. Miss Tyrio Jones. I'm looking forward to it, but I, uh, it's, again, I, I'm, I'm just still coming off the, the immense high that was Endgame. So it's, I'm, I'm, st- I'm going to temper my expectations a little bit here. And I'm going to try and maybe stay away from news on this one, because if there are kind of plot twists and turns the way a Mysterio would, would bring into this, this sort of a... You know the way he's the way he normally works. I the less I know about him in this movie, the better I think. I'm just saying, I think I called it. Let's see what happens. We've already been right with Endgame, so let's let's find out. And we're speaking of Endgame now, so should we move on? Have you looked at the old box office? I know you're a box I office have. guy. I have. You read my mind. I I'll talk about it very quickly, just because of how just unprecedented it is. So two uh, weekends now, uh, done and dusted for Endgame, and it's it's already. The second highest grossing movie of all time. This is this is madness. This is madness, Zod. I, I don't I don't I don't understand how it's gotten there that quickly. So, did you call me context, Zod? This is madness, Zod. That's Man of Steel. Come on, you're, you're better at this. No, that's no. That's why I said it. I was like, did you call me Zod? I'm like, okay, that's not <laughs> it. All right, it's the first time I've ever been called Zod. <laughs> Just don't break my neck. Uh, no, I just, I, I just, every time I say this is madness, I have to tack on the Zobbit at the end. But just for context, um, it's just pipped past Titanic, which was the, the was the second highest grossing movie ever. Um, Avengers Endgame is now there, uh, which I think is what's crazy here. This is crazy. So it's two weekends. It's already at number two, but like it's, it's already past Infinity War, which is just over two billion, um, itself. Like it's the, the fact that it's demolishing, it's it's prequel by this much is staggering. I th- we knew, I think, ultimately, as we were going into this, this is going to do better because it's the end of it. Of course, the part two, like we said. I just thought it would take a bit longer to get here. Now, there is legitimate... There's a legitimate possibility that this could this could beat Avatar. It's about 600 million shy of Avatar. Avatar is at 2.788 billion, right? Which is just madness. But again, that was... It had an ex- extended run in the cinema because it was so popular. It also had 3D... Uh, in its favor so that's why it got so much money because i did tell you before were... that i was working in a cinema when avatar was released didn't i um, it is genuinely like i i do honestly have seen ptsd from that i mean it was it was torture is what it was What because it, it just kept it just kept being played in the cinema and it, it was just so busy all the time just constantly uh, like i, I mean I, I shouldn't not want it to do to beat avatar because what does it matter to me but i wanted mm. to beat avatar well, Avatar is just Pocahontas, which is the funniest part. I, I, it's not like it doesn't age well. I think it still looks pretty spectacular, you know, visually. But you know, the story itself is a bit kind of hokey. But you know, James Cameron is great at the visuals and the action beats, so it's kind of good fun. Is that but, com- is the new Avatar coming out this year? By the way, because if it is, they should cancel it till next year at least. Because the whole, you know, the whole blue people thing is just not doing it this year. Between Sonic and the genie, I mean, you bring Avatar out again, and people are just gonna hate it. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, the genie! I wasn't expecting you to say the genie there. That's very, very clever. <laughs> the, the, the blue people, the blue man group in in Las Vegas just has to shut down. It's just crazy. I said, uh, uh, Sonic just like walked into the corner, and like Will Smith just put his arm around him. And it's like, there, there, buddy, there, 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 there. And he just snaps the two of them out of existence. Yeah, it's like he learns. He learns something from Thanos. He's just like, we're out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they just turned to dust. Yeah. Just in six months' time, you look different. <laughs> very different. But the um. I think it, it's 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 still you know it's going to be in the cinemas for the next you know easy certainly getting plenty of viewers over the next three or four weeks even though there's there are now going to be some big movies coming in I think actually Aladdin actually is I think due out is it is it um May I think mid May I think Aladdin's coming out so that is going to do superbly well I, just well you've got the Will Smith draw and it's a remake of a classic which is just it's cheating really Disney. Um, it's going to flatter Guy Ritchie's box office takings over the last few years. I'll tell you that much for nothing. Um, Every time but, we talk about this, I forget that Guy Ritchie is directing that film. It's, <laughs> Every it's, time. It's I'm going to write it on my hand or something. <laughs> but anyway, all I'm going to say is I reckon, I'm predicting, or I'd love to see it anyway, I reckon Avengers Endgame has the potential to get to that $3 billion mark. Now, it's, there's going to be a significant drop-off, ooh, I'd ooh, say, ooh. after um, the weekend that's just gone because definitely most people in the world have seen it at this point so you got you just got to wonder at a three-hour movie how many people are going to revisit rewatch it and um, because that's a big part of why say black panther did so well did, did you see as well it is it is both the first film and probably the last film ever that i think is like lost 200 million off its opening weekend so like basically just by the virtue of how many people went to see it it lost more than any other film has lost after its opening weekend because it made two it made uh, like uh, over a billion in four days so yeah exactly like it's the exact dropped. same drop yeah. off as Winter Soldier I think 59% but it's like yeah. just by the amount that is the, the amount is scaled up so much higher that it's like oh oh god well like basically any record that exists at the box office this, this Avengers Endgame has taken it um, it has a bit of work to do to pass Avatar but I definitely think it's capable of doing it and to your point I really hope it does we'll cross really our fingers does. We'll cross mm. our fingers. One other thing I want to just say quickly acknowledge. Um, Go for it. Uh, lovely Peter Mayhew has just passed away this week. Um, famous for his role as Chewbacca in the original Star Wars uh, movies. Um, a lot of outpouring over the last couple of days just in honor of the man. Were you a big, were you a big fan of his? Are you familiar with this guy? I, apparently he was a ridiculously nice person as well. Like I think a lot of these times you hear these tributes and a lot of the stuff kind of rings doesn't ring very true. But from what I've read about this guy and from what you see online, I mean, he, I actually believe he was just a very, very nice person. Exactly. Which is always I, a shame. Yeah. He's only 73 as well, which is actually very, very young. I think that was, I think he had health, I think he had health uh, complications for years. He was very tall and I think he struggled with, I think there were associated illnesses with, you know, just being sort of that tall. But, of course, you yeah. know, when people have kind of looked back on some of the stuff that he's done, that there's, you know, they've released some set footage of the guy and stuff and... It's funny. They're they're just so that the other actors opposite of, of opposite him have context. He, when they're doing practices of their scenes, even though he obviously just goes, you know, he does his, his kind of roar. He repeats them in English first, so he says them in English in his just nice calm British accent, sort of like Harrison Ford and uh, uh, bloody uh, Mark Hamill and all that, just so they know what he's saying. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ross. Wrong time. Wrong time, Ross. <laughs> no, 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 that's the rule. Anytime we mention Mark Hamill, you have to you have to say that. But he just seemed like he was really enjoying it, though. Like he was having a lot of fun. So it's it's um, obviously sad times. Um, the, you know, uh, one of the original four thief. That's that's poor Carrie Fisher now. Peter, Peter Mayhew. 
Um, let's hope we get a bit more mileage out of Harrison Ford and uh, provided that next Indiana Jones movie doesn't kill him. Do you, um, uh, which it probably inevitably will. <laughs> it seems to be some kind of curse with these. the new Star Wars trilogy are just literally going to kill the actors in real life or on screen. It, it is it is so strange. Billy D. Mm. Williams must be sitting in his room now going, oh, oh God. Oh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> What's God. Gonna What's going to happen here? But yeah, it is. He, as I said, he was supposed to be a really nice guy in real life. So it is very, very unfortunate. And there's some lovely stuff about him currently all yeah. over Twitter and on the internet. So it is, it is a shame. And, and I think... Uh, the only thing, anything else you want to wrap up on before we uh, before we move to our next section? You know what? I have loads of things to talk about, but I'd say we're just going to leave them to the next show. And I have a real zinger as well. A real zinger for a TV show that we're all going to come back to. But I'm going to say, I understood that reference. Hooray! Hooray. I was hoping okay. you wouldn't do what I did last week and forget. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, the problem is, so I t- I, I'm pretty sure that it was yes. said about Peter Parker. Yes! You're already on the right track. Okay. So, I mean, the obvious one would be to go with it is Tony Stark. But I don't believe it is. Uh, 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 Keep going. going I believe that that it's Happy Hogan. Is that your final answer? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is incorrect. It was not not Happy Hogan who said brilliant but lazy. You've got the... It's about the right character. You're spot on that it's Spider-Man. Okay. Well, then, is it your man... um, he was in. He's not in the MCU universe films. He's in the other ones. Yes. Okay. The, the, now you're starting. To the get lecturer it. guy who was one. The arm thing. The, the arm thing. The the, the Doctor Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Look, come on. That's another half point. Yeah, surely, surely. <laughs> uh, I've done it. I mean, you got that. You you knew that it was a Spider-Man quote. So you're definitely getting at least a half point. Maybe maybe two thirds. No, no, I'll <laughs> take a half, which will bring me up to a full point at last. At last. The whole point. Is full point. Hold on to it. Please hold on oh. to it. It's oh, the last one you're God. getting. Oh, I am. It just got warm in here all of a sudden, you know? I, I was hoping that the uh, that us just talking about Spider-Man would jog your memory that it was uh, Alfred Molina. Brilliant. I mean, but you did see Indiana Jones as well, so. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, I was trying to really make it something that was related to the, the main core things we were talking about ah look you, you knew it was about Peter Parker that's, oh, straight that's away as soon as you said it I knew it was about Peter Parker but yeah, I played yeah, the yeah. game as well at the moment and I'm like god damn it is it from the Spider-Man game which is oh, so I good I played that oh um, so good but so Rob let's go to a world renowned <laughs> world renowned famous so, section so renowned <laughs> say it I mean, say yeah, it. like which do we go you gotta with? say it <laughs> Mark Hamill's favorite fact. Rob, 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 Mark Hamill's favorite fact. Oh, the pressure. The pressure. Mm. Okay. Ross fact, Rob fact. Ross, up you go. What's your fact? Right. So my fact that, again, people have to guess, uh, let us know on Twitter or email us if you want. Um, mm-hmm. Is this true or false? Marvel once owned copyright to the word zombie. <gasps> What do you think of that? Oh my goodness. What do you think of that? Um, tough, okay. tough stuff. And the Rob fact this week is the alter ego of the comic book, comic book character, the Hulk. His full name is Dr. Roger Bruce Banner. <sighs> what do you think of that? Ross fact, Ross fact, Ross fact. And it's not, it's not, it's not Bruce Banner, no? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Banter 
Trademark TM Ross Chapman. Look, we copyrighted that. Bruce Banter, yeah. he talks a lot. You wouldn't like me when I talk. Yeah, well, he, there's a lot of banter in Endgame. He's taking selfies. He's doing all sorts of dabbing. He's jibbing and jiving. He's, he's loving life. Bruce Banter. Loving he's life. Professor Bruce Banter at that point. Hulk Bruce Banter. Hulk Banter. <laughs> Right, everyone, we've done it. We've gotten to a, the end of a short show, so we'll see how this see how this pans out. That was great. Well done, Rob. We didn't we didn't we didn't ramble on for about two hours. We didn't dwell. I mean, for all the listeners know, we could have. I mean, just could have edited half an hour, but yeah. we totally didn't. Yeah, that that whole um, uh, Michael Jackson thing that we devolved into. That I, mean, I can't believe we spent an hour talking about that. I mean, that's your fault. As far I can't as believe I'm we concerned. had to get the lawyers to 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 come and talk on the podcast for that two yeah, hours. The, that all the murk. There's so much murk. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. I thought you said merch for a second. I was like, I, I don't too. think it was happy at all. That, that as well. There was that as well. There was ah. that as well. Right, guys, you can uh, follow us uh, all over the internet. I mean, you can follow mm. us for house if you want, but please don't do that. Um, we are on Twitter at CapUnderstands. We got email at the lads at CapUnderstands.com. Rob, where can they hear us? They can hear us on SoundCloud. They can hear us on Spotify. They can hear us on, um, what's that other one? iTunes. You can even review us on there. Positive reviews only. Thank you very much. Um, I I know we're on a we're on a scatter of other um, podcast platforms. I just we didn't put those up there. They're just there randomly. So go find them. Have a listen. What else? What else did they do? What else did we do? We have the website. Did you say that? You said the website. I did. I um, didn't say the website. To be honest. That's oh, the you did. Oh, it, that's capunderstands.com. Basically, anything kind of, kind of cap understands. You should. We. I think. It's, the stuff is kicking in now. We should pretty much populate any of the search results at this point, or at least I hope, if I've been doing my job correctly. Yeah, but, if, um, if, yeah. if any of the things you've done is correct, which, again, it invariably isn't. But but it's look, highly yeah. unlikely anything is correct. <laughs> Even these facts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <a> th- <laughs> it's mostly the facts, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mark Hamill, if only it wasn't for you, would be, we'd yeah. be terrible. If only, you didn't, if only you just didn't like those facts so darn much. <laughs> It was all his idea, I swear. Okay, everybody, oh, thank you so much for, for yes, listening and sticking with us. Uh, yeah. And, you know, subscribe, uh, like us, follow us on Twitter. Reach out to us, say hello. Say hello. Please. Why Ross is not? very lonely. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, you know, once I get the electricity once every week in the tent yeah, that I yeah. live in, I'll be able to Wait, maybe use, reply. Use that hand-cranked generator in the corner. Just you, you have to pause every few minutes. Be like, Rob, I need to pause again and, you know, get the generator going. Just so yeah. another 30 minutes of recording on the computer. Oh, I'm on a bicycle this whole time cycling. Like, that's why I'm, I'm ah. rushing the end. I'm like, oh, it's Jesus Christ. Yeah, this, I'm calling this episode, gotta go fast. There you go. There you go. <laughs> taking, a, taking a leaf out of Sonic's book. Jesus. Right, everybody, I've been Ross. I've been Rob. And this has been I Understood That Reference. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.